What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I did record a previous episode, and it was giving sad girl. It was giving very sad. It was giving very depressing. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's probably not what you guys want to hear. So that is why you did not get an episode for this past Monday. But I think everything works out because... This will release right before the holiday weekend, and I don't know. I kind of want to, like, I probably won't upload another episode between now and then, like, now before the new year. So consider this my end-of-the-year episode, but we will be back to regularly scheduled podcast episodes in the new year. Um, I do want to say I feel like... This season, I've only uploaded, I think, three episodes so far, if I'm not mistaken. Sometimes, okay, this is what happens, because sometimes I'll, like, pre-record episodes, or I'll record an episode, and I'll think I uploaded it, but I never did. So, I think it's three. I don't think it's four, but just in case it's four, whatever. I've been getting some pretty good feedback from the podcast episodes. I also have, um, I also had some, uh, foreign listeners, um, so I always appreciate the listens. It doesn't matter if it's for ill intentions or not. I always appreciate the listen because you guys are only raising the rates and the engagement, so love that. Um, those who know... Just know. I know the most of you are going to listen to that and be like, what is she talking about? Um, there was some drama that came up from the last two episodes with Sav. And I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to give too much detail or any detail at all. It's none of my business. But it's, it was just kind of funny. It was just it was a little bit of a laugh. The girlies out there are funny. And it just gave me a good laugh. Anyways. I do want to say, because it is the end of the year episode, I do want a little reflection, a little this and that. I'm not going to lie. I am. um, It is 2 a.m. right now, so I brain is not braining, but it is a part of the brand that I record at this hour of nighttime. So bear with me if it doesn't make sense or anything like that. When am I ever making sense, really? So I do want to say I did have Friendsgiving, and that was so much fun. I'm not going to talk too much about it because nobody wants to listen to that. But my whole point in talking about that is that friendships in your 20s are so pivotal pivotal to your character development and just like how you see the world, how you view yourself, and just like... The one thing you can take away from friendships is you're going to lose so many people in your 20s. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but people don't talk about how you have to grieve the loss of those friendships and those relationships. Like, that's with love, that's with friends, and it's so normal 
to lose people in your 20s. And I think people really, you know, people really have a hard time with that because your 20s is such a fragile time and you're so vulnerable and you're so sensitive to so many things that, you know, when you meet really good or you meet someone that's like you thought was really good for you and maybe they were, but they were only good for that period of your life and nothing more than that. And that's okay. You never want to force a relationship that's outgrown its course because you just never want to force things that that's not meant to be. Forcing any sort of pathway is just not the natural course of how it's supposed to be. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but if you get it, you get it. And it took me a really long time to understand that because I've had my fair share of friendships lost in the last couple of years and I'm only 25 but I feel like being 25 I still get some pretty good like insight because you know I lost friends from my like I've lost friends from high school I've lost friends from friends I've just made from like my early 20s and I can think of two in particularly two in particular that I lost and the thing is like I still think about them all the time and it's not always good I'm not gonna lie I can't sit here and tell you I'm perfect and I think about all good things but I am the type of person that dwells on the past and holds on to a grudge but I can also set that mindset aside and I can understand that I don't want any ill towards those people and I only wish them the best and anytime that I hear that they're doing good or they're embarking on new life um, milestones, I'm happy for them. So my, my whole purpose is that your 20s are so insane, bro. I cannot even explain to you your 20s like you should live out your 20s and I know that sounds so cheesy and like so basic but you should just live out your 20s don't stress too much about anything like nothing's really permanent and just like strive to be a better you than you were the day before make choices that are going to benefit your future or make choices that are going to make you happy in that moment. I know that sounds so crazy and there you, you guys are probably like Jenny this makes like no sense and this advice sucks. But if you get it, maybe you get it because I don't know. I think I also have a really hard time living out my 20s, but I am I don't know. These days I'm just like kind of floating and I disassociate a lot more than I'd like to um but I'm so thankful for my friends because they really ground me and they really pull me back into reality and just like enjoy the present because I don't know I think a lot of us can get lost in our heads and our minds and just be trapped in the intrusive thoughts and like just the dark the dark messages that are always constantly repeating and it's really good to surround yourself with people that just want the best for you and like are cheering you on and there for you. And though no one may, and though maybe you feel like no one can support you exactly how you want, 
at least know that there are people that are willing to listen and willing to just be there and just be present with you. Um, like these last couple of weeks where I've, I've had a lot of like really fun social events, you know, like the Friendsgiving and um, going out with my friends like to the bar, club, whatever. Also, the side note, my tablescape. I know I said I was going to talk about it in the season, um, like launch coming back. I'm not going to talk about it too much because I quite literally don't think any of you are going to care besides like one person. And I don't know if you really want an episode on tablescaping, <laughs> I can do that. Um, but it makes me really happy to create like a really nice environment for my friends to come and like enjoy our, each other's company and each other, enjoy each other's food and just like have a good time, just like talking about life and laughing and to create a space and I'm not saying you can't do that without like making a cute tablescape to tablescape but I genuinely enjoy doing that so to put each thought into each detail with like you know the dried oranges and I had Lauren pick up some blood like dried blood oranges and I got tapered candles like thrifted candlestick holders like every thought that I put into the tablescape was thought out with care and I enjoy that because I know my friends appreciate that so anyway back to what I was saying I loved Friendsgiving and it was so fun to just be with my friends and just like have that special memory because unfortunately as we all get older our life is going to take us in different directions and we're not always going to be around together all the time. And I am sad that I made my friend, like I, I became friends with my friends just only recently. I mean, it feels like I, ju- I was just friends with them yesterday. And I've been friends with them for almost four, going on five years. And I feel like I just met them yesterday. Like I feel like no amount of time is enough with my friends. And we can never make too many memories. And, you know, some of us are have boyfriends that live in different states and some of us have already moved and some of us have moved back home because post-college. Like, it's just, you're just never guaranteed to be around the people you love all the time. And so you should just always try to prioritize being with them as much as you can, even if it's just like to do nothing and just sit and watch YouTube videos or just talk about, you know, life and future plans or just anything just that quality time of just being each other in each other's presence is enough at least for me um but you know in the last couple of weeks like just even this past weekend like we all went out um kind of like one last hurrah before the new year because some of us are going to be out of town so this was technically our like new year's eve um I don't want to sound ungrateful because I'm not, but I did find myself just like sad because, and I I felt this way at Friendsgiving too. Like I was so happy that everyone came and I was so happy that the people that did come were able to make it and that like everything went smoothly and, you know, whatever came up that was not a part of the plan was resolved easily and I just I didn't care about being so strict on certain details because uh, quite literally I didn't have it in me 
to be controlling. And it was kind of the same thing with going out this past weekend. Like, I love going out with my friends. And the thing is, we all had so much fun. And just dancing to music that we loved. And we went out in our ugly Christmas sweaters and just, like, had a ball. It was just... It was just fun. I don't know how to explain it. But I did find myself being kind of sad because as most of you know, I met somebody over the summer and it really did a number on me and I didn't think it would affect me as much as it does even now Um, because, you know, we never dated and we never were anything serious. We never put a label on what we were. And I sometimes feel like I can't be so sad over something that didn't have a label, but I'm trying to work on being better about validating how I feel. And every time I talk about him, I still get emotional So I am sorry if I do end up crying. It's definitely not my goal. But if it happens, that's how, that's just, just letting you know. Um, I like just miss him. It's not so much that I miss like anything other than I just miss him. And he was someone that I talked to every day. And we'd always, it was just like always just like the most randomest like conversations, but also really insightful and deep and like, you know, vulnerable. And I just, when you go talking to someone every day to like not at all, it's a really hard adjustment. And I didn't think it would be as hard as it is for me. And I don't know. I just like, I'm working through it and I don't want to like make it seem like I'm ungrateful for my friends because they do make my life so much better. But being in those moments with my friends, I found myself thinking like a lot, like I wish he was here because I wish he was here to be with my friends. I was like, there was so many moments where like, oh, he would have loved that joke or he would have, oh, he would have loved this song. Like, I don't know. I just was so, I think I've said it before, so I'm sorry if I sound repetitive. That's like another thing about having a podcast is that sometimes when I think I said something on the podcast and I never did, it just makes no sense because like I don't I obviously don't have a log in my brain that's like, oh yeah, I've said this, oh I haven't said that. Like I don't have that. I'm not I'm not that adva- advanced in my brain work brain power. But you know, I what was I saying? Oh my god, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, I just like I was so ready to bring someone into my life and have them be a part of it because the thing about relationships is you guys you can never like don't ever what's the word I'm trying to look for I we're all insecure okay like nobody is not insecure I I can't tell you one person I know that is completely and 100% happy with themselves but I can tell you about people who are secure and comfortable with who they are 
And I am one of those people, but I do find it every day is a little bit harder than others. And the thing is, like, with him, I was just, like, I was secure enough being alone and just, like, being with my, you know, enjoying my life with my friends and my family or whatever. But he was someone that I could see adding value to my life. Like, there were so many qualities about him that I was looking so much for in a partner. And there was qualities about him that I didn't know that I was looking for that I ended up being so happy that he had. And it was just, like, really... It just still blows my mind that this is how it ended up being because I really didn't think that we just never talk again. We've got no contact for like about a month now. It's been on it's been about 5 weeks give or take um that we've got no contact and anyone who's gone through a no contact period knows it freaking sucks because I can just like tell he wants to talk to me like it's just like a feeling and I no doubt want to talk to him because I miss him and I'm not going to do it because I don't know I was always I was always the one that just initiated everything not all, well I guess not all the time it was it was kind of equal but I feel like me standing on business right now what I'm doing is just kind of showing that I want something serious. So if you want to come to me with a serious offer, then we can talk. That's kind of like where I'm at right now. And if he doesn't come with a serious a serious offer, then that's fine. I will just cry myself to sleep. No, I'm kidding. I am just healing. We're going through it. And all of my friends know I am in my healing era. And I think... Everything that's going on with, like, how I feel about Ryan, that is my alias name for him, if you guys didn't know, how I feel about him, and on top of other stuff in my life, like, it's just been kind of, like, snowballing into me spiraling a little bit, because that leads me to talk about my next thing. Um, as most of you know, I've dealt with weight issues my entire life, and... It wasn't until recently that I have been diagnosed with PCOS. And if you guys didn't know, PCOS is polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's not super, it's not life-threatening by any means. And a lot of women have it. Um, but it was still a shock when I was told that that's what I had. Because when I went to my physical my doctor was just kind of checking my body like you know looking at my skin my neck checking my pulse and like checking you know you know how they feel your abdomen and stuff like that she like looked at my neck and my neck did have some like dark marks on my skin and I thought that was like normal because like I don't know I just didn't think too much of it I don't know why and you know I think it's because I had like some hyperpigmentation like under my boobs as well and so I just thought it was normal I didn't think too much of it but um it's 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 scary because it's I mean it's a hormonal issue and it does affect your fertility so that was the part that scared me the most it wasn't the weight gain it wasn't the acne it wasn't any of that but it was the fertility that freaked me out because 
I've like gone my whole life thinking like because I wanted kids so badly, I I just thought I was going to end up being that person that just so happened to have fertility issues. And fast forward 15 years later, this is what I find out. So it is like, I don't know. It's just like something that I'm going to have to worry about now because on top of having an eating disorder, now I have to restrict myself even further on things that I can't and can't eat. And it's been really challenging. I'm not going to lie. Um, because, you know, as a lot of you know, if you listen to my episode, my first episode of the season, I did talk about some family pressure on me as well about my weight. And it's just, it's just a lot because I'm doing, I, I'm doing my best and I just don't feel like my best is enough. And, um, a part of the reason why I'm like upset about Ryan was because he knew about my eating disorder. He didn't know about the PCOS cause I found out after we stopped talking, but he was so supportive. Oh, not my phone going off. Um, he was so supportive of it and you know, as you know, he doesn't know much about it. If at all, actually, I don't think he knows much about it at all. But when I first told him, he was just like, I want to cook for you and I want to be there to support you however I can. And that was just all I ever wanted for somebody to do for me. And obviously the support of your friends mean everything, but the support of someone that you are, that you have feelings for and that they have for you, it's a different type of reassurance. Um, so that was, um, that was hard for me to kind of let go because I had lost a part of my support system and it kind of just makes me think about back to like our relationship as a whole and how I just, I never felt fully supported by him, but I think it's just, I want to say it's just because he didn't even know how to support himself. So how was he ever going to support me kind of thing. So it was just kind of like a lot of, a lot of factors that came into play where it didn't, it, it ended up not working out. But, um, so yeah, that was like a new, that's a new thing for me, my PCOS. And I can't tell you guys, I have it nailed down to what I take and what I, you know, eat now. I make my rice, um, with bone broth now and I take, um, what's the pill for it? I take that, I take the PCOS pill. If you have, if you have PCOS, you probably take the same pill as me. I also take some, um, fish oil and spearmint stuff. I don't know. Anyway, I just take a bunch of random stuff, but it's supposed to be good for you. Um, yeah, so that's been really hard for me to deal with. Um, just because I have a very unhealthy relationship with food. So just this being on top of it makes it 10 times harder. But, um, you know, we're working through it day by day. And, you know, progress is progress, no, but no matter how big or small. Um, as I reflect on this past year, I never truly got to focus on me. And if I did, I focused on me for the wrong reasons. And so, you know, it's, 
is hard for me to admit because people just always look at me and think that I have it together and that I'm, I have it figured out and that I'm responsible and that I'm this and that. And truth be told, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I'm a mess mentally and physically. I mean, my room is not too bad right now, but usually my room is a mess, which means my mental health is a mess. And I just fall into a hole. It gets pretty bad, but you know, we are getting through it (laughs) and yeah. Reflecting on this past year, it was very interesting because, like, January was, like, from January to May, I was hung up on a guy. A guy that I really liked. I ended up telling him that I liked him, didn't work out, which is totally fine. We're better off as friends, and we're better friends now than we were before, which is really funny. Um... And then I had like that little gap before like my surgery and, you know, I went through my surgery literally two weeks after my surgery, I, I got, I met it, I met Ryan. And then from June till about now and to be determined when I'm hung up on him. So I really hope this phase doesn't last too much longer because I would just love for 2024 to be about me and about the people that love me and care about me and doing the things that I genuinely enjoy doing, like hosting my friends, hosting, you know, dinner parties and cooking and baking and thrifting, just stuff that I enjoy, you know? Um, I want to volunteer more next year and I want to I just want to do stuff that's good. I don't want to waste time thinking about things that I can't control and, you know, letting my feelings get caught up in someone that couldn't even give me half of what I was giving him. Um, so here's to a better 2024. I'm like praying, <laughs> like, please, please God, I beg, um, because I'm 25. I'm I'm tired of just entertaining just something that's not good for me. I will say the one thing I'm very proud of is that I don't entertain a lot of guys. Um but when I do it's someone that I find um a future, a potential future with. That's why I get so invested. Um which backfires on me because obviously that doesn't work. Anyways, I should have seen the size very early on, but I didn't. Um, I, sorry, hold on. Yeah, looking back on this last year, it was very, yeah, it was just kind of a mess. I was a mess and it was a mess, but I got new boobs, which I'm very happy about still. Love them. Two, two and five, five. I named them and I didn't really name them. They were the the numbers on the their little ID card. Yeah. They're cute. They're fun. Um, I got to see my friends and my family more this year. Like, I got to hang out with my friends and 
got to see my mom's side of the family and go back to her hometown, which is really fun. Um, but yeah, 2024, I'm just looking forward to more memories being made and more trips, more traveling. This Vietnam trip really took a, like, took a dent out of my bank account. So I really couldn't travel a lot last year, which I'm now really realizing I really like, like, small, like, weekend trips. I don't really care for, like, a big, big trip, um, unless it's obviously to see my family. And at some point, I'd like to get married. And I think when I get married, that will be the next, like, like the honeymoon will be, like, the next big trip that I take. Although, I don't know if I've ever told you guys, I really want to get married in Italy. I've, like, thought about it already. Like, I've wanted to get married at, like, an Airbnb in, like, a French chateau. Like, a French-style chateau, but, like, in Italy because the food in Italy is better. Um, but I think that would just be so cool. And like, I've thought about it. I want to like have tents with lights and like, it goes into the night and like the twinkling lights look like stars and like we're outside and it's just like big dance floor in the middle of all the tables and everyone's crying and laughing. And yes, I am one of those girls that's thought about my wedding. You guys should know this by now. Um, and I'm very excited about it. I'm very proud of it. And The thing is, I thought of every detail, and I'm not a crazed bridezilla. It's because I think about the details because they're all just so intimate and fun to think about for me. That's why I think about it. So if somebody wants to, you know, bite the bullet and start dating me so we can get a cute little wedding on, that'd be awesome. I'm totally kidding. Um, I have a lot of stuff to work on myself. Honestly, to be so for real, you guys, I have so many things I need to work on myself before I even think about dating again because it's just, if you guys can see me right now, I am shaking my head very aggressively because I cannot bear the thought of putting my heart out there again right now. It is just so not for me because, I mean, just even losing Ryan's like friendship and going no contact I feel like I'm grieving someone that I lost tragically that's that's literally how it feels and I feel bad telling my friends all the time like when they notice I'm like down like they're like what's wrong and I just like I'm embarrassed to still say that it's because of Ryan I don't want to like say that anymore and then I, I it, it does say something that I miss him so much but uh, girl we gotta get we gotta get over it um, I will say last week I had my client, shout out to my client, Becca. She's not listening to this. She has no time to listen to this type of podcast, but she is like the older sister I never had because she's so fun and she's so like, she's just so like aware of me. And I love people who are aware of other people's feelings because that's, it's just so hard to find people like that these days. She, like, I, I mind you guys, I see this girl once a month. I don't really see her that often, and we don't talk a lot over the social media or anything. And, I mean, like, I, I try to, I'd like to think that I don't let people feel my, like, sadness by any means. I try to do, I try to be really good. But, you know, I saw her at 9.30 in the morning. I was tired, and by 9.30, I still haven't put on my fake persona yet, okay? I haven't had my coffee, 
So she could tell that I was a little bit more like low energy, a little bit more down. And you know, she wasn't like prying, but she was definitely like talking to me. Like she was like, Hey, are you like, are you okay? Like, you just seem kind of down. You just seem kind of out of it. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like really, I'm just like kind of tired. And she's like, okay, like, you know, like you just seem kind of different. And so that's when I, you know, it didn't take a lot of elbow grease to let me to get me to talk, but I did, you know, I did make her work for it a little bit. I'm so sorry. If you hear a (laughs) audio jump, I literally said his name, like his real name, and I about shat my pants. So anyway, she could tell that I was upset about Ryan, and I was embarrassed to tell her because like, you know, at the time when I was like still talking to him and she was just like, I just don't think he's good for you. Like you could do like he, you deserve someone that treats you so much better than this. Like he's not giving you even half of what you're asking him. You're asking for the bare minimum, yada, 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 you know, the thing. And you know, like I was embarrassed to tell her because she was like definitely one of, she was definitely one of those people that would have been like, seriously, Jenny, I thought we were like over this. But, um, you know, she actually made me feel really seen and she was like, you know, I think it says a lot about how you feel if you still say that you miss him after all this time. Um, and she said like, I am glad that he hasn't reached out to you quite yet because it is fairly still new. And I told her, I mean, I'm not, but I guess I am too. (laughs) Like, I obviously am toxic and I want to, like, still talk to him. But obviously, knowing what's good for me, obviously, I'm happy that he hasn't. And I don't know. It's just, like, I don't know. My job has also made me really thankful that I've met a lot of really cool clients that have become, like, my sisters. Because most of them are older than me. So they just feel, like older sisters that I just never got to have. So it was really cool for her to be so aware of me and like so aware of my feelings and just be like a friend. And yeah, I like, she's like the type of client that's going to be at my wedding. Like I'm like that close with her. Like I love her. Um, yeah, I don't know what this podcast episode really was about. I'm just like kind of talking, aren't I? I think... I can't really like sit here and pretend like I have some really amazing insight and knowledge on like how to tackle your 20s and how to go into 2024 with better mindset and shit like that. I quite literally don't know what to do and that's okay. I'm just kind of like I don't really want to put a lot of pressure on 2024 because putting pressure on anything makes it sets me up for failure and that's like literally with anything. So I don't do that. Um, but I do look forward to just like a new leaf being turned for the new year and just like have things to look forward to. Um, I am always going to, as far as I'm concerned, I'm always going to miss Ryan and miss what we could have been, the future that we could have had, and just like the plans that we never got to actually bring into fruition but talked about. Um, I just know we would have had like such a nice life together. But obviously things don't work out for a reason. So I don't want to, I don't want you guys to sit here and think like I'm sitting here and dwelling on it. I just like, I love to exhaust my thoughts. I love to exhaust all of them. So I love to constantly think about ifs, ands, or buts because 
I can't take my own advice is what I'm learning here, but that's fine. Those who can't do teach. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, but I just am, uh, to say that I'm sad is just sounds so depressing. I am not sad all the time, but in moments where I should be happy and I am happy, I find myself getting sad. And it's really just because I miss someone and I am grieving a relationship lost. I sometimes I do wonder if he thinks about me too, and I hope he does. Not even in like a malicious way. I really do hope he thinks about me as much as I do about him and think fondly of, you know, the conversations that we've had and, you know, the good that you can take out of what we were. Um, yeah. I don't know if I said this in the podcast episode, my solo one that I came back with, but I did say that at one point I did post a TikTok and it was like a more deep, vulnerable one, I guess you could say. And I definitely like said something along the lines of love is a paradox and it really is. Like, it's just like one of those things that is just unexplained. Like you cannot explain love and it's the definition of love is different for everybody. But I don't know if you guys have heard the term paradox before. It paradox kind of just means like it it can be this and it can be that at the same time. However you want to interpret it. But I think the time when I was like googling this cuz I was like if there's one thing about me, I'm going to google something before I post it on my social media so I don't look fucking stupid. But I tried to. Anyway. But they say love is a paradox because it can make us feel happier and more connected to the universe than anything else, but can be literally in the next breath, the, what is the word? I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> Hold on. They say love is a paradox because it can make us feel happier and more connected to the universe than anything else, but can be literally in the next breath, the catalyst that pushes us into a hole of death, that despair, and, oh, Sorry, let me read that again. Brain is not braining. Love is a paradox because it can make us feel happier and more connected to the universe than anything else, but can be literally in the next breath, the catalyst that pushes us into a hole of death, depth and despair that almost indescribable. The way I skipped a word. That's okay. You guys got the gist of it, right? It can make you feel anything, everything, and nothing at the same time. Um... And I do believe that. I, you know, this experience with Ryan was good for me because I learned a lot about myself. Sorry, another audio jump. I effed up. But I learned a lot about myself and what I was willing to put into a relationship and, you know, where I was at mentally and physically in my life to have one. I learned about how someone's trauma can affect how they treat you and how they treat love in their life and 
people's past relationships can affect their current relationships. I will say if you don't heal your wounds before having someone come into your life, you're going to, it's going to bleed onto the other person and you don't want that because they didn't do anything to you. They just want to be there for you and be what's be in what's best for you. But if you can't heal that part in yourself that is constantly pushing somebody away and bleeding on the other person, if you will, you're never going to have that constant love that you truly want. So unless you like deal with your inner child or just at least acknowledge it and communicate that even though that is what you want, it's going to take some time and it's going to take some patience. I think if someone really cares about you, they'll wait and they'll be patient for you. Um, because love is patient. Love is a patient thing because I think love is an act that you choose every day. It doesn't, it, 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 it comes naturally for sure. But I also think love is, to love is to choose to love somebody every day. You actively choose to put in the effort every day to love somebody. And I was ready to do that, but that's okay. God is just looking out for me. I would like to just think it like that. Think of it like that. So anyway, many things to look forward to in the future, you guys. I As I deal with this inner healing and self-healing journey of mine, I hope, you know, I can be honest and future episodes, I can just be present and I can be, you know, just, what's the word? Um, transparent. Um, cause I can't come on here and listen. Like I can't come on here and pretend like I'm like happy go lucky every day. Cause that's just not the case. That's not realistic in anybody, if anything. And if they are, then they have zero thoughts up in their brain. But, um, you know, I have Coachella to look forward to next year, and I have a girls trip. I have multiple girls trips coming up next year that have not been planned, but they've been talked about, so I'm going to make them happen because I need I need it. Like, trips fuel my will to live. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I know that sounds so dramatic, but I'm not even being, I'm not even kidding you guys. Like, trips fuel my existence. I am only on this earth to travel and make memories with my friends. That is what brings me happiness. So that is something to look forward to. All of those are something to look forward to. Um, more concerts, just more like living life as Courtney Kardashian would say. Sorry, Courtney Kardashian Barker. I'm just trying to live life. So whoever wants to come in and be a part of that, they are more than welcome to. But if they are not, then respectfully leave. <laughs> I hope they leave. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I hope this episode was enjoyable. I hope this felt like a chat with your bestie. I hope this felt like, you know, I hope it wasn't too heavy. I wasn't trying to be just being honest about how I'm where I'm feeling or how I'm feeling and where my head is at right now and just being an honest human because that's all I know how to be and myself 
sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> but I hope you guys have a good, um, holiday and a good rest of the week. I know some people may not support or I guess celebrate Christmas and that's fine. Oh my God, I'm yawning. Um, rightfully so. It's been almost 45 minutes, but I do want to say before the year ends that to educate yourself on what is happening in Gaza right now, um, if you don't support Palestine, I ask that you don't listen to my podcast anymore because, ugh, I don't know, that sounds so harsh, but I just like, in the last like month and a half or so of, I mean, since like October, I think, of just like listening and seeing the things that are happening to the people of Palestine. It is extremely heartbreaking. And, you know, I can't imagine being my friend Maya and her brother and her sister right now. Like, I cannot imagine just sitting there feeling so helpless and seeing your people be slaughtered on camera and the future of the people of Palestine are being erased as we speak like children like the children of Gaza are dying and it is extremely heartbreaking I do I just don't know how to explain it it is so sick to my I get so sick to my stomach and my heart just drops and it aches every time I see a photo or a video and just like seeing how they're treated so not even like animals they're treated worse than animals they're treated like as if they're just just nothing just like a punching bag just like something to toss around just like a piece of trash they literally treat people of palestine like a piece like trash and i just i can't imagine watching all of that and seeing the news and still thinking that they're in the wrong i just can't i can't fathom that thought I can't fathom being so unaware and so closed-minded that you think that the news in Western media is feeding you the truth. Please go educate yourself, find reputable sources, and be open to learning something that you might not have known that you might have thought was actually the truth and it wasn't. What we're taught when we're younger doesn't have to be set in stone what you learn as an adult. Be open to constantly learning truths from all sides because nothing is ever linear. There's there's so much gray area to be discovered. Um, I am going to link some organizations or just like GoFundMes that support the children of Gaza and you know every little bit helps and just even reposting and talking about it on your story and just bringing awareness to it does make a difference believe it or not um yeah I am not going to say anything more than that. I'm sad I didn't say anything sooner, but it just feels right ending the year with something like that to leave that one that as my last message. Um, and, you know, I just, 
hope that I'm very thankful to go about my day and not think about if tomorrow will be my last. And those kids can't say the same. So count your blessings. Be thankful for the roof over your head and the food on your plate. And I'm thankful that I I can talk about future trips and future plans because I have a future, you know, and those kids don't. So educate yourself and I hope you have a wonderful end of the year and a bright start to the new year. And here's to a 2024 of just more self-love and good times with good people and, you know, people that are food for your soul. That's it. So, oh my gosh, me, not me burping. Have a, I think I said this already, but have a great week. I hope you guys, like I said, have a great week. Sorry, audio jump. I just, I keep like effing up the mic, but I will catch you guys in 2024. Bye.